did when he was like, you know, fucking 22 or whatever. You know what I mean? Because that's a massive shithead. I like that, uh, you know, Punk is clearly grown up. He's not, you know, the same shithead that he was. But he's still got his friend demoted down to Ring of Honor because he doesn't want to fucking see <laughs> That's cool. I like that he's still a little bit petty. Where he's just like, mm, no, nah, I don't want to look at your, your fucking face. So go ahead and send him down. And Tony yeah, Khan's like, I, yep, I guess we will. I guess that's what we'll do. Yeah, I do wonder what the whole deal is with that. Because, like, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> well, yeah, Punk's a weird guy. Like, there's that yeah, Swaggle sure. story where, like, he doesn't talk to Swaggle anymore because Swaggle got a new phone and asked him for Colt's number. <laughs> and he thought that was him using him. So he doesn't speak to him anymore. Yeah. It's awesome. I just oh, also okay. think, like, dude, and, and like, Punk probably, like, dealt with it more than, like, a lot of people. It's like, that schedule, like, really fucks with your brain. And, like, being in WWE for a long time, like, will really rot your mind. Yeah, well, you gotta be a fucking certain level of weirdo to be, uh, want to be a top guy in WWE, you right? You got to You know be, what I mean? Like, dude. The, the reality of it is, and this is why, like, I think with wrestling, a lot of times you got to just look past it if someone's personally not, like, a great person. Because, like, in order to make it in wrestling, like, you got to be a selfish asshole. Like, or you're not going to be at the top. Yeah, dude, like, it's like that Bret Hart quote about how you can't make it in this business being a good person unless you're Mick Foley. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mick, Mick Foley is like, I don't know if we're recording. Are we recording yet? We are. Yes. Okay, all right. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a Mick Foley story. Uh, <laughs> since this is going to be such a negative show, <laughs> and we'll get into Zack Ryder, but, uh, Mick is like the one guy that, uh, like if I found out he was bad, I'd be legitimately bummed. Same. But, I said that too. Like when all the speaking out stuff happened, people are like, oh, you're shocked. I'm like, I'm not shocked by any of it, but I would yeah. be bummed if like someone came out and was like, Mick Foley's actually a creep. I'd be like, oh, yeah. fuck, dude, come on. So uh, I, uh, so this is like 2019 and, uh, I was going to an indie show like at a high school and there'd been something where like, I don't know, there was some weather thing where it got rescheduled and like, it was just at a really bad time, like, personally for me. Like, not like I was having a bad time personally, but, like, the show wasn't, like, on a good day. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, broke. It was, like, still a couple of days to payday. And I was like, well, fuck. But I had this ticket for, like, eight months or whatever, you know. So um, I go down to the show or whatever. It's, like, eh, maybe, like, an hour or 15, an hour and a half away from where I'm at. And, uh. I, I, I was wearing, like, a Terry Funk shirt, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I stopped at this barbecue place to eat, like, maybe, like, ten minutes before the show was supposed to start, and uh, so I'm, like, in there eating, and when I'm about halfway done, fucking into the restaurant walks fucking Mick Foley, right, and I'm, like, holy shit, but, like, he's by himself, like, He's eating. I know he's about to go to the show, and I'm like, I'm not going to bother this dude. Like, I'm sure he's in a hurry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to leave him alone. So I, like, finish eating, and, like, I'm paying. And, like, as I pay, I turn around, and there he, and there's, like, McFoley, right? And he, mm-hmm. like, reaches out his hand, and he's like, hey, how you doing? And, like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. He's like, I just want to come over and say hey and uh, 
make sure you were like coming to the show and everything. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I was like really nervous, so you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yes, sir, for sure. Like, I'm going to be there, you know. And he was like, well, that's great. You know, I'll see you there, right? And I was like, oh, wow, that's so cool, you know, that he just fucking came over and, like, said, hey. So, um, at the fucking, like, I go over because, like, part of your ticket was, like, the meet and greet or whatever with Mick, you know? Yeah. And so I had, like, a DVD or something for him to sign. And so this is, like, maybe two hours later because, like, Every person who was at the show, like, was in line to meet Mick Foley at this high school. It was like two or three hundred people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, he, he like remembered me. He was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And I was like, oh, I'm, it's good. And I was like, oh, dude, you know, like, uh, that was really cool. Like, it really meant a lot to me that you would like come over and like say, hey, or whatever. And he just kind of shrugged his shoulders and he was like, well, you know, I just saw that you were wearing a Terry Funk shirt and I figured, you know, you must be a big wrestling fan to do that. And I was <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But as cool as that was, the coolest thing he did that night was he was like the guest referee, you know, whatever, in like mm-hmm. the main event. And it was like these two fucking old dudes or whatever, you know, against like, uh, it might have been the Rock and Roll Express. I can't remember. I remember they were on that show. But anyway, like one of the heels is cutting like a promo. And there's, like, this Asian woman in the front row. And he says something to her about, like, oh, you know, you're not even from here or something. What? Yeah, right? For no fucking reason. Dude, Mick Foley grabs the microphone from this dude. Gets, like, he's legit pissed off. And he's like, nope, no, absolutely not. We're not going to do this on any show that I'm a part of. Like, there's no way this is not happening. Ma'am, I'm sorry. Like, this guy needs to shut up. Like, he, like, he went over to the lady and, like, checked on her, like, made sure she was okay. And then, like, after the match, like, he went over to her and gave her, like, the, like, Mr. Sokka that he had used in the match. And, dude, like, a grown woman, like, cried. Dude. And, like... That was like one of the most incredible moments I've ever seen. Everyone like, so, has so in my awesome. opinion, Mick yeah, Foley's everybody in wrestling is like a piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. But Mick Foley is like the one good guy. Everybody <laughs> has these awesome Mick Foley stories, and I have it like I unknowingly uh, annoyed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does not want to hear about it. I'll tell you what. Dude, I, so I, the only I, answer I that has that's on him. That's I, the only answer that has to be that he thought I was fucking with him, right? Because no, I don't know that anyone's ever told him, Maybe. like, the entire reason I'm a wrestling fan is because of dude love. And he can heard I, that, and he for sure thought I was fucking with him, right? But can I tell you the first the, the first wrestler I ever saw where I was like, ah, oh, this is what I want. Like, my grandparents were huge wrestling fans for years. Yeah, it was, and, uh, wasn't Jeff Jarrett. We know that from last No, definitely episode. wasn't fucking <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. But, uh... So, um, He's they were all back, by the way. Can you believe that? Crazy. <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> so they were always trying to get me and my brother to watch. And like, I would watch a few minutes of it and I would just be like, no fucking way. But, um, what finally hooked me was like, there was this deal where like the NWO had a fake sting. Yeah. And, uh, he like jumped out of a limo. And, like, attack Lex Luger, like, in the rain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they're, like, chasing after the limo with baseball bats and shit. 
And I was like, holy fuck, like, what the fuck is this? This isn't like, is this what wrestling is like? And they were just like, uh, not really. Wow. I, I was like, you know, I was like, hook. So the wrestler that got me into wrestling was like the fake sting. That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, just, but, just to follow up to last episode, sure. Effie went over on Jeff Jarrett on GCW's Hammerstein show and was like, I'll put him over on another match. And then six months later, never delivered on that other match and then signed another contract with WWE. Well, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, yeah. He's a shit. <laughs> this is what he yeah. is. Yeah. Well, no, this is let people hate things. Well, uh, do you you think that Jeff Jarrett, uh, never mind, fuck it. Fuck him. (laughs) Anyway, but, but I'll say this, I'll say this, I'm in favor of anybody just ripping off GCW, they, uh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm mad of who it is, you know what I mean, I'm not mad (laughs) of the situation, I'm mad that it was Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) I thought about telling you, uh, this is serious, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, doing a bit right now. I, uh, I thought about telling you, like, let's do a GCW episode, but, yeah. but what I realized was, like, there's nobody out there who, like, th- is going, GCW's great. Even GCW fans will be like, well, yeah, it sucks, but, but. like, yeah, it's like, they're, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the thing about GCW is it's like it's the most incredible company of all time. There was a whole thing like this this week about it's the 20th anniversary of Chikara and I'm not a Chikara fan but like there's Chikara fans out there right there's people mm-hmm. who really hype it up right. Yeah. But, but GCW it's like the 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 booking is bad, the storylines are bad, like the most of the wrestlers aren't any good. Like, the people who run the company seem, like, really fucking shady. Like, it's clearly some kind of, like, money laundering scheme. (laughs) Nobody who goes to the shows enjoys them. Nobody who buys the shows on pay-per-view, like, has, like, an enjoyable viewing experience. Like, I've never heard anybody say, like, anything positive about it. Other than like, well, yeah, me and my friends go there and we have a good time. And it's like, I think you could just go to a bar and say like, hey, could you put FMW on the TV or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Could you put like an old episode of ECW on the, um, on the big screen? I uh, don't. I will say I don't hate GCW as much as most people do. Like, there's some shit. Like, I don't know. I'll watch like two or three GCW shows a year. But I think I can pinpoint when the decline of that company started happening, which is weird to say because, like, they had their biggest show at Hammerstein Ballroom well after this. But I think the coolness factor wore off when Joey Janela's spring break moved from midnight to, like, an 8 o'clock show on Mania weekends, right? Because the appeal was there's one GCW show, and it's this weird fucking fever dream where you're all drunk at midnight, and that was the appeal to it. And then they tried to become – this like bigger third thing, and they were never meant to be that, right? Their their roster isn't set up for that. Like their their management style is set up like, for that. They're meant to be this like this sideshow, like fun drunk thing. They're not meant to be an actual wrestling, like right. a real wrestling company. They had some fun WrestleMania 
WrestleMania weekend shows like at their peak, like 2017, yeah. 2018, like they did. I'll give them, I'll give them their due. They like they had that Orange Cassidy show that was good. There was like a couple blood sports were all right. Like the Joey Janela spring breaks, like you said, the early ones were very funny and like good. But like, I mean, dude, ever since COVID, like, whew, they yeah. got to be like one of the worst companies of all time. Like, yeah, I just. Yeah. We'll do one. Just, Fuck it. We'll do a GCW episode at some point. <laughs> all right. Fuck all right. it. Yeah. I just, I just think like the whole point of this is like, um, the way you pitched it to me, it's like, well, there's wrestlers people love and we're going to mm-hmm. go like, actually they're bad. And I'm just going like, I don't think there's anybody in like the biggest GCW fan in the world would be like, <laughs> well, yeah, all the shows suck, but like, you know, uh, I like Nick Gage. <laughs> Nick Gage is cool. Um, he doesn't wrestle anywhere else, so, like... Does Matt Cardona have fans? Not, like, real ones. Not ones that are fucking awful and make him actually seem worse. Like, actual people that genuinely are like, fuck yeah, Matt Cardona. Because it seems I, like everybody hates him, too. I don't... I, I mean, I don't think he does. And we... And well, we can get in. <laughs> well, so here's the thing with this episode, is I feel like we're going to have these sometimes where one of us feels way stronger than the other one. Like, I don't like Matt Cardona. But I would have never thought of him to be a name for this. But you were okay. visceral, visceral I, about I, Matt Cardona's really, name being brought up. Really, yeah, really, I really dislike Matt Cardona. Now I will say I, I like I I I don't like Jeff Jarrett more. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think Jeff Jarrett is like legitimately a bad guy. Oh, listen, there's only one more episode we could do of a person that I dislike more than Jeff Jarrett. There's <laughs> okay. like literally only one other person, and I'm sure we'll do okay. a Triple H episode someday. But yeah, okay. dude, and then it's like a one A one B situation. <laughs> I would say, I, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. If, definitely, I hate Triple H more than Jarrett, but I don't know if Jarrett would be a number two. I'd have to think about that. But I, I don't. I mean, I don't hate Matt Cardone. I mean, I don't hate Jeff Jarrett. I don't know the guy personally. You know what I mean? I hate yeah. seeing him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, like uh, Matt Cardona, I I do really just find to be like a very grating. An annoying presence, and uh, I think especially since he's left WWE, like he's really leaned into like his worst tendencies, and and, and we'll get into it because um, as like the same as last time, we each wrote three bullet points, mm-hmm. uh, and so my my first one is that this guy just seems so desperate anytime <laughs> you see him. Just so desperate for attention. And listen, I understand, like, everybody in wrestling is desperate for attention in some form or, the, or another, right? Hell, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter and I do a p- podcast. Like, I want attention from people. You know what? We all, we all do. But Matt Cardona really just seems like a guy who has, like, no actual personality. It's just like, please, I'll just do anything. Do you like Ghostbusters? Do you like action figures? Like, please, I'll go to the NWA and I'll be like the Scott Hall guy who's against tradition. Just please, something, pay attention to me, please. Like, he just, he just, like, he has no actual personality. Like, he, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, his personality. What? He was, he he does, the little personality that he has, like we talked about before, is references. Is like, I like, I these things. He was in WWE, right? Mm-hmm. On the main roster. For more than 10 years. Probably close to 15. 
I know he might have been gone for a little while, but I mean, dude, he's in that company from like 2008 until like 2020, right? Yeah. What the fuck was his character? The what was his gimmick? He woo woo woo. Yeah, but I mean, we'll get to it. I'll. That's one of my points. Well, so when you're, we'll get to woo woo woo. Um, I'm gonna tell my mine are a lot more focused on his indie stuff than his WWE yeah. work. A lot of which because I just didn't see it. Yeah. Um, I did. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. Uh, I think definitely part of the loss of appeal of Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, has been that now he's like. Uh, for like a life of a better term, he's unfiltered. So you're getting Matt Cardona's ideas and personality, right? And it's he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any ideas or personality. His ideas are: I'm going to pretend to be the wrestlers I liked growing up, and like his personality <laughs> is just like whatever the fuck like company I'm in. I don't like it. <laughs> Sucks. Um, it's like he. He's not only, like, desperate for attention, he's also desperate, like, in real life. Like, I, of all the people that were released, I think he's easily the one that would sign back for a lower amount of money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think if he was making, like, let's say $200,000 a year, I think if WWE went to him right now and we're like, we're going to pay you $70,000 a year to come back, he'd be like, absolutely. Like, that dude... (laughs) Loved being yeah. a WWE superstar. So I think that's part of, the, like, the indie thing about him is, like, I think he doesn't hate these companies in real life, right? But I think that he also, like, I don't, I think there's a small part of him that hates that he's working indies, oh, right? Oh, he definitely he actually thinks likes it's it, below him, yeah. He'd so much oh, yeah. rather be in, like, catering at a SmackDown taping than working right. a GCW show. When who wouldn't? You know what I mean? <laughs> like... Like, like he did have like the dream gig there for a good few years, where like he just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like wrestling's the only fucking profession in the world where you can have a job where they just say like, "Hey, just show up and hang out, and like we'll feed you, and like don't worry about doing anything." And you'd be pissed off about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because they're all sociopaths that want attention. <laughs> yeah, but like. uh <clears throat> Yeah, but Cardona, man, it's just like, there's just nothing, there's no depth to the guy. Like, there's nothing, like, he doesn't have a character because, <laughs> like, th- there's not, there's nothing to him. Like, everything is very surface level. I like the Ghostbusters, so I drove a little Ghostbusters car to fight EC3. You know, <laughs> it's like, but I definitely think you're absolutely right. He definitely thinks, like, the indies are below him, which is so funny because, like, I mean, dude, he had a long career and he made a lot of money and God bless him for it. But, like, what did you, what did he do in WWE? Like, he wasn't, like... Yes, you're wrong. And here's what we'll get to. This is my first point, is I used to fucking love this guy. I used to, he was, at one point, uh, my favorite wrestler. I oh, loved that Ryder, dude. And here's why. Because all these fucking indie people, right, that he's – the fans that he doesn't like, that's who he placated himself to with that fucking YouTube show for years. It was always like, I'm not getting a push. I'm not getting a push. I'm grabbing the brass the, 
all this shit, right? And it resonated yeah. with me because I was an angsty little fucking dork that was like, yeah, fuck this company. I fucking hate it. And then I watched Raw every Monday anyway, right? And it was, right. and it all hit with me to the point, right? Where the Raw, where he, like, gets huge over the one with, um, Hugh Jackman, right? He did have a little run there. I'll give it to you. The one with Hugh Jackman was in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, and I've seen I was that. there. Oh, really? And I bought the fucking last <laughs> woo 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 headband in the entire arena. And, like, oh. I still have that. I still have, like, my first generation, like, take care, spike your hair shirt, and I was all in on that, right? Oh, my God. And then it happens, right? He gets that push. He gets the U.S. title, right? And, like, that's all I wanted. Like, I didn't, never at any thought point was, like, Zack Ryder should be main eventing. But, like, Zack Ryder should be something. And so U.S. champion. I was like, yeah, man, it's right on the Intercontinental. I think that's good. And I was really happy, right? And then they just fucking ruin him. And this guy st- does nothing about it. He says nothing. Like, and I, I come from, like. They ruined him. I think you saw what he was. Absolutely like. not. You could have done something with him and they chose no, to do no, no, no. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you nothing. something. I'll tell you. Because I remember that YouTube. I remember that YouTube show. And a lot yeah. of people were super into it in the, at the time. But, dude, I just was like, this this guy don't have it. Like, he don't got it. Like, it, arenas like, were he, chanting for him. Entire arenas. What yeah, dude. Okay. But, like, here's the deal. <laughs> yes, they were. But when, like, they gave it to him and, like, he had his moment and, like, then it was time for, like, him to be the star, like, dude just didn't have it. Like but we're coming fresh off, right? We're coming fresh off it. CM Punk, right? Because CM Punk's he WWE don't. champion then. We're coming fresh off him basically being like, fuck this company. They didn't do anything with me. Like, they fucking wasted me for years. So, right? Here's another dude. It's another dude that in my brain is like, they're wasting him. You know what he does? Fucking nothing. And nothing at all. Just like, it's like, all right, well, back to catering, I guess. And then fucking right then, I was just like, fucking done. Done with this dude. I mean, dude, I just don't think the guy, I, I mean, I said it on the last episode, I'll say it here, dude, I got no respect at all for Triple H. I think he has one of the worst eye for talents of maybe anybody ever in his position in the history of wrestling. Uh, but, he was absolutely dead on about Zack Ryder. Like, the guy just didn't <laughs> have it. The guy did not have it. Like, he just, he wasn't gonna be nothing. What's I know, story about I know he had Listen, he, listen, here's the deal. He had his little YouTube show, right? And there was nobody else doing anything like that at the time, right? Mm-hmm. That was all you had. If you were a hardcore wrestling fan, there wasn't fucking AEW. Ring of Honor sucked. Nobody gave a shit about New Japan back then. All the fucking indies that had been good were falling off. Like, that was a dark time, that 2010 to 2000, like, 13, 14 period, right? Yeah. Zack Ryder was, like, one of the few things that you could, like, grasp onto as, like, hardcore fans. So, like, people talked themselves into that <laughs> being good. <laughs> but it absolutely was not. <laughs> what What do you got for next? Because I'm done. That's my whole point is this, like, I loved him, and then I lost all respect for him when they chopped his balls off. And he was just like, yeah, well, that's, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> my number two, and we and we kind of got into this a little bit, but like the guy really has ruined the indies. And <laughs> it, it, I tell you what it is, Ed. It's 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 the it's what I call the Matt Cardonification of 
indie wrestling where even in promotions that he's not in, like his, his spirit lingers. <laughs> he, uh, he, even though he, like, as much as GCW sucked, they really weren't, like, bringing in, like, the WWE guys to just run over their main eventers until, like, they brought in Ryder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, listen, I said this on Twitter. I'm just I'm just going to get into it, Ed. And the number one rule of the show. I don't think we actually said this on the show last time, so I just want to be very clear that uh, this podcast does have one big rule, and it is that the listeners are not allowed to get mad at me for anything I say here. It's a safe space <laughs> for me from you. So maybe you work for AIW. Maybe you're a big AIW fan. Hey, sorry, but you can't get upset about what I'm about to say, which is this, Ed. Yeah. The absolute worst fucking angle I have seen in a long, long time is this shit they're doing where they just fucking ripped off the GCW angle. That's it's, one of the biggest pieces of crap I've ever they, seen in my it's life. It's a different angle, right? No, it's not. It's, it, Ed, it's not. Ed, it's not. It's not a different angle. They, they're <laughs> no, doing it differently. They're doing it differently. No, okay. All right. But I will give you that I have said, and I feel okay saying it now, right? I don't feel like I'm going to hurt anybody's feelings, because that last AIW show was genuinely very, very good, right? That I can say this last year, with Matt Cardone on top, um, I haven't cared a lot about what AIW's been doing. Um, And it's not like the stuff on the undercard is still good, right? But if you're main, I don't care about your main event scene. It's hard for me to, like, really invest. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just can't care about Matt Cardona. Um, main eventing an AIW show, I can't do it. I've tried. I tried really hard to be like, all right, let's see where this goes. Bad, it's bad. It's not, and, uh, it's not interesting. That's what it is. I don't even think it's bad. It's just uh, very uninteresting. Matt Cardona is very uninteresting. It's like, dude, fucking three other companies already did this. He's doing the same shit in the NWA. It's he's different. Bro, <laughs> it's different because he's wrestling Dom and fucking Joshua Bishop, yeah, but it's the same yeah, fucking yeah. angle. <laughs> GCW one was different, right? And I liked, I really genuinely enjoyed his that first GCW. little, it was good. The Nick Gage feud was very good, right? I didn't, I don't, I, no, I, I would not say right. I don't that agree with that match all. was good. That was a good match, right? No, and the idea of him winning the GCW title, super funny, right? And then he lost to Mox, and it's fine. But that initial death match with Nick Gage, That's what I was, the GCW title was good. Everything after that is awful. It's all been diminishing returns. Like Listen, his entire. This is what I'll say about this is what I'll say about about Cardona, right? We just talked about. I don't know if it was on the air or not about how much GCW sucks. Mm-hmm. But even they, even Lauderdale, who was maybe one of the most clueless promoters I've ever seen in my life, even he was like, "Oh, we can get Moxley. Tell this fucking Ryder kid to get the fuck out of here. We, he's got to well, go. We don't. Here's we don't need him around." Here's the difference between the GCW and the AIW one, right? And you can tell me that this is bad, but this this is the difference. Okay. Him winning the GCW title was a joke, and that was the whole thing, right? Matt Cardone is not presented as a joke right? at AIW. He's not presented as a joke at AIW. He's presented as, like, a top-level star. Yeah, to me, that's worse. Okay. I knew you would say it's worse, that's, but that's how it's that's different worse. for sure. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, dude. Like, uh, I like... <sighs> thing I've always respected about AIW, whether I've watched it closely or not, like over the years, sometimes I have, sometimes I haven't. But, like, the thing is, dude, is, like, 
they always like were smart about who they booked and like how they booked them. Mm-hmm. And this fucking this fucking Cardona shit is lame. It's nerd shit. It's it's like it's got it's got to go. Listen, here's Sucks. the worst part about him working in IW. Here's what pisses me. Here's, here's what pisses me off about it. You go ahead. You go ahead. The worst part about him working in the IW is I'm not going to say who it is, but anytime we talk shit about Matt Cardona, now we got to hear about how he's actually a really nice guy. He's really great. Like he's funny. He's great to be around. And that fucking care. sucks. Like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. First of all, th- listen. I, I don't pick out the wrestlers. I mean, clearly, if you follow me, I, I don't pick out the wrestlers I like because of, like, who, who I think is nice and not nice. Yeah, but, would you want to um, hang out with Cody? That sounds terrible. No. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah no. I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think we'd get along. <laughs> but um, I'll tell my Cody story on here about when I met him because I don't think I've – I've never told it on audio. I've told people about it on Twitter, but – uh. So really quickly, uh, I went to a Ring of Honor show. I think this is like 2018, and um, I had like a like a WrestleMania trading card where it had like a piece of the ring. You know what I'm talking about? They make like the little relic cards or whatever. It's got like a uh, a piece of the mat. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, sorry, I'm, my okay. audio went out for a second. And so um, I. Uh, I brought, I showed it to him and I said, hey, uh, do you mind signing this? And he looked at it like really closely for like five or ten seconds, you know. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and he like signs it like very intently and he writes, his, he signs his name and then he writes in big bold letters FWM and underlines it. And I don't know what the fuck that stands for, right? <laughs> what? Did you ask? No, because immediately he he like he um hands me the card and then he grabs an eight by ten like off the stack and he looks me like dead in the eyes and very like intensely he goes I wanted to make sure that you got this too and then he like signed the eight by ten and handed it to me and I was like. That was so weird. This guy's my favorite wrestler ever. <laughs> so whatever that means meant something to him. Yeah, clearly. Clearly, but you'll never know. Yeah. God, Zack Ryder's so interesting that we just told like a way better story about Cody Rhodes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah. Nobody's ever saw that gone. I went to see Matt Cardona in person. It was really exciting. <laughs> you know what? It's just never happened. It's like because that's one thing that does annoy me. Because that's the other thing that you have to hear now. It's like, well, you don't understand. Like Cardona has like his own audience. And yeah, they suck. Like, we'll get to that. That's my fucking. Oh, is that your number three? Because it's mine too. <laughs> uh, but also, like, we'll just get right into it, dude. Okay, I'm not the kind of. Or did we skip your number two? Yeah, we did. My number two is just that his continued presence uh, on YouTube has been awful. I think he, uh, with this podcast oh, yeah. and his videos, he's one of the most unlikable people in the world. He ordered a damaged AWA, like, ring, toy ring, uh-huh. and then fucking threw a fit because it was damaged, even though it was clearly said it was damaged on the thing. He fucking bought a dude's prized possession, right? He had 
this fucking giant Big Boss Man figure signed by Big Boss Man, and he fucking hemmed and hauled over buying it from him and, like, sold him up on it and bought it, right? He bought this guy's fucking prized possession and then immediately sold it on eBay for more money. Like, fucking... Like, that's... That's another thing that this wasn't on my list, but this is something I that now you bring it up. I want to talk about because I I have become like in the pandemic and a little bit before it, but especially like since the pandemic, like a big action figure guy. Mm-hmm. And he's ruined it. He's ruined it. Like, yeah, it's not, he had like, to have right. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing, right? If you if you like, sometimes I just get high and I go, hey, I'm gonna fucking look some shit up on eBay, right? And so I got into these figures, right? And I'm like, oh, I should get, like, the old ones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You better try to buy a fucking ECW New Jack figure on eBay right now. Good fucking luck, buddy. And it's all because of this fucking guy and this podcast. It sucks, man. It's like, dude, I just he's so annoying. Everything he does is just, like, so irritating to me, like. I can't stand him. What's wrong with my story? Oh, sorry. Instagram's telling me that... that <laughs> it's just randomly I loaded it up, and they're like, what's your birthday? And I was like, "Why well, don't I didn't put my birthday on here for a reason. <laughs> I kind of lost track of what I was saying in the middle of saying it just now. See, um, weed's so cool. <laughs> yeah. What's well, so funny, because, uh, yeah... I do so much fucking editing on my other podcasts because, like, I just can't take it. It's funny because um, <clears throat> I'll, like, edit out, like, words in the middle of sentences and stuff. And then it actually sounds worse than if I just left it on. <laughs> but, like, I'll, I'll, like, laugh at something that I said and I'll be like, I cannot leave that in where I'm laughing at my own joke. I can cut that out. Like, that's got to go. Oh, dude, I remember what we were talking about. So, yeah. Matt Cardona ruining toy collecting. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the action figures and stuff. And it's just like, dude, he, he like, it's already not cool, right, to be into action figures, right? Especially yeah. wrestling action figures. It's like one of the least cool things you could be doing. I mean, I understand that. But he's made it, like, even less cool. You know what I mean? It's like, because it's like, he, he, it's, he's, like, commodified it. It's like, I don't want to be into stuff where it's, like, a way to make money. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't buy action figures because I'm like, oh, I bet I can sell this. That sucks to me. That's, that's like a, sh- that's a shitty way to enjoy something to me. Like, what's the, what's the, po- I, I, like, if I wanna, if I wanna just do something that I don't enjoy and I make money, like, that's what my job is for. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, my hobbies are like, I like doing that. You know what I mean? I was just having this discussion because I have a Wolfpack Sting. Like, I own, like, two fucking Funko Pops, and one's a Wolfpack Sting one. Okay. And uh, it's worth, like, it's selling for, like, 80 or 90 bucks right now. And somebody's like, well, oh, why don't really? you sell it? Yeah. Those too. Yeah, like, why don't you sell it? I was like, well, because I like Wolfpack Sting. Like, that's my favorite yeah. Sting. Like, <laughs> that's why I like looking yeah. at it. Well, I just, like, yeah, yeah, so, like, right away, yeah, somebody that's, like, super into, like, Wrestling action figures, like, all right, you gotta sell that because like the money, like, I don't know that it's gonna go for more than this. I'm like, well, I don't fucking buy it to resell it. I bought it to put it on a fucking shelf and look at. Like, well, seeing as we're talking about action figures, that I do have some major personal news that I, I will share on the okay. podcast. Um, yesterday, 
I went into Walmart, uh, and they had <clears throat> tucked away, like not with the wrestling stuff. I just happened to see it. Uh, a Series 4 AEW Cody. Okay. So I now own every <laughs> AEW Cody Rhodes action figure. So I just want everyone to know this is a huge day <laughs> for me Great. personally. Cool, um, cool, cool. Yeah, because I, I not only do I have, like, the regular series one set, I've got the, both LJNs, the red and the blue, and the ringside exclusive bloody ones and the TNT champion. So I've got, I'm looking here, one, two, three, four, five, six, I think seven Cody Rhodes action figures set. How many Cody Rhodes action figures do you think Cody Rhodes has? He seems like the kind of guy who would have, like, all of them. For sure, like, yeah, yeah. Like, in, like, perfect conditions in a box that he never looks at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he gets one, he gets one, yeah. and he looks at it, and he has no response, and then he just puts it in the box with the other ones and never thinks about it. Does he give it a nod before he puts it in? Like, yep. Probably like, the fir- probably, like, the first AEW one, he was probably like, hmm. But by, like, the second one, he was he's just like, we got another one. I like right. that when he went back to AEW, or WWE from AEW, people were like, can you believe that? And I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> for sure, yeah, I can. Like, what about him made you think that that wouldn't happen? I was very um, disappointed for a couple of days, and then I was just like, yeah, this is actually the funniest thing that could ever it's happen. super funny. It's super funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> it was, um, if it had been like Omega, I would have been like, wow, holy right. shit. Yep. Him or the but Bucks, Cody, but I guess, yeah. yeah. Cody, for sure, yeah. Every, and then somebody, like, yeah. somebody said it on a podcast. Because here's the thing like, about Cody. It's not just like, first of all, it's two things. One, Cody is definitely a guy, even though he fucking helped found AEW, he's definitely a guy who, like, in the back of his mind, thinks that the only real wrestling is WWE. Yes, that's what I was and just number, gonna say. Somebody pointed that out, two, that, like, everything he did was just to get back there. Like, absolutely. And number two, like, they paid, the, the number floating around was five million. I don't know if that's true or not. But if Impact Wrestling said, we'll give you six, he would have said, yep, great. Like, he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, he would, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, uh I wish I liked him because he seems like the funniest fucking dude. So when I uh oh fuck it, never mind. I was gonna tell you something. I've already told you so. Let's get, let's get back to let's get back to Okay, the let's get to both of our number threes apparently. It's that his fans fucking suck and they make him more unlikable. Yeah, and listen, and listen, I'm I'm not the kind of guy who like hates on people because of their fans. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a lot of people go like, oh, I, I would like Rick and Morty, but it's their fans. And it's like, I've never seen Rick and Morty. I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other. But, mm-hmm. like, somebody's fans being weird doesn't have any, like... Like, I do a podcast about Against Me. They got some pretty weird fans. Uh, <laughs> but I don't worry about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but this Cardona guy, like... The people who follow him are, are truly some of the most insufferable people that you could just ever be around. Okay, and here's the thing about it, because Jonah said this one time about Donald Trump. 
right? Where the problem with Donald Trump is that him being a stupid racist person and having the highest position he could, like in our country, empowered stupid racist people to like feel good about themselves. And that's what Matt Cardona has done for like doll dork wrestling fans is he's empowered them and made them feel good about themselves. But they're all like socially awkward yeah. fucking dork weirdos that should not feel good about themselves. Right. Um, and uh, that's insufferable to where like they think they're winning, right? Because Matt Cardona is like, but he's one of the biggest guys. So like, this is our guy. And then in reality, they're still, they're still that person. I just like, I'm just trying to imagine a, a scenario where Ed, you are a wrestling fan and you're mm-hmm. a hardcore wrestling fan, and in and, and the entire world of wrestling that exists out there, and you've seen all the wrestlers, and you think your favorite wrestler is is Matt Cardona. It's because he just, likes toys and they like toys. It's that simple. Ed, 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 Ed. The guy has never done one good promo. <laughs> he's, he's, in my opinion, I know you said you like that Nick Gage match. I don't like deathmatch shit. I'm not going to come on here and like pretend like I do. So I didn't think that was any good. I don't, I just don't think that because a guy bleeds and cuts himself that that's, that's not impressive to me. Uh, I just don't think the guy's ever done anything interesting. And it's like, I mean, dude, Ed, I like you a lot as a person, man. I like, I consider you a friend, even though we've never actually met each other. But if you started wrestling, you wouldn't be my favorite wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. the podcast and all, but no offense. I'd be like, hey, I like this guy, but he sucks. Like, he's not a good wrestler. You know what I mean? Have you heard my ideas I'm- for a match? <laughs> Uh, the K-pop stuff? Yeah, I'm going to come out to Smiley by Yina. Um Whole song plays, yeah. New Jack style. And also, I don't do any moves. It's just 1999 WWF Hardcore Match stuff where there's cookie sheet shots and I get thrown <laughs> into things. And that's it. <laughs> I told somebody on Twitter one time, um, I can't remember who it was, but I was like, if I was a wrestler... I would have, like, the coolest entrance music and just, like, a really sick entrance. And then I would get on the mic and say, like, that's going to be all for me tonight. Thanks for coming, everybody. Like, get home safe. Have a good night. (laughs) And then I would just leave. (laughs) Yeah, like, the worst part of wrestling is wrestling, for sure. Like, doing an entrance sounds sick as hell, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the only part of wrestling. Like, I, I like, I've, like, I mean, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler, but like, once I got older, I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do that at all. But the one thing that does seem so cool is like, dude, doing an entrance has got to be so sweet, especially like when you're on the indies and you're like over and you can just like use a real song. Um, that's got to be the sickest shit in the world. You know what when I mean? I was in, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a deathmatch wrestler and like that was my goal <laughs> in life, right? And then the okay. summer before my senior year, I stepped on a bee and nearly cried. And it just clicked with me right then. I was like, oh, I could never fucking do that. I could never do any of when, that. So, <laughs> well, I'll tell you my story. So when I was uh, when I was young, I was like, I'm going to be a wrestler, bro, like for sure. Especially like seventh, eighth grade. You know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. Tough Enough was out around that time. Like I was just like so sad. So when I got into high school, I was like, I can't wait. I'm going to fucking be on the wrestling team. Like, it's going to be so cool. And, like, literally within, like, the first hour of 
wrestling practice, I was like, yo, this wrestling shit is not going to happen. Like, <laughs> there's just no fucking way. If only Matt Cardona had stepped on a B or been a wrestler in high school. <laughs> and then I did amateur wrestling for like two years. And I just wasn't that good at it, and, like, I got hurt <laughs> a lot, and I was just like, yeah, that's, oh, if I can't do this, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be doing 8-4-50s, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, oh, man. but, yeah, back to, the, back to the Cardona fans, because we didn't really dig into that too much. Like, one thing that does annoy me is, like, because you hear it a lot in defense of him. It's like, well, no, you don't understand. Like, the guy has his own audience, and, like, his people come to see him. And it's like, I just don't think that audience is as big as you're trying to tell me that it is, man. Also, like, it's the old uh, the old Jonah argument of, like, don't come to me with business shit because I don't own that business. So I don't care. Yeah. I'll, it's like, yeah, cool, he can bring in a, a, a bunch of people that would never come yeah. before. But I don't own your your company, and I still have to see him, and that sucks for me. <laughs> yeah. Our good buddy Matthew uh, on Twitter, when we said we were going to do this show, one of the things he said to me, he was like, and I wish I had written down the exact quote, but I'm just going off of memory. He was basically like, yeah, like there are people that come to see just Cardona, and like they make me really uncomfortable, and me and my friends don't want to come anymore. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just think like, oh, that's not like, yeah. I just, cause like, dude, his fans were so fucking weird about the GCW shit. It was so like stupid. What? I, how were remember, like, I remember? What? No, I don't. They were just so fucking weird about it and, like, being, like, like, there was something where, like, wasn't there, like, something where, like, Nick Gage showed up at, like, a podcast he was doing and, oh, like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. his fans were, like, really shitty about it and, like, uh. They're calling him a fucking criminal and yelling shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. What, how shit, dude, can you imagine, like, going to a podcast live. I don't care what the podcast is. And you don't even like the guy. Can you imagine Nick Gage just comes in fucking yelling and getting mad yeah. about it? You're like, shut all this fucking guy. Shut up. Like, I mean, no. Dude, I could go see fucking, I, fuck, I don't know. I'm trying to think of podcasts. It's very weird. I could go see Young Old with Dana Donnelly, right? And if Nick Gage comes through that door screaming at her, I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm going to be like, this is fucking cool. This is interesting. Let's let this play out. Like, it's just very weird to me that, like, um, you would go to a wrestling podcast and, like, two wrestlers who are in a feud would, like, confront each other and then you would react to that as if it was real. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Like security that is clearly not CPA and other fucking Creative Pro students. <laughs> Get yeah. this guy out of here. It's <laughs> so weird. That's the, that's the sickest part, right? Is now, yeah, I definitely remember this. Those fucking dorks with their fucking Hawaiian shirts on and shit, like shoving their middle fingers in Nick Gage's face, right? Like, yeah. like this man, like, is it slightly on? They do. You and are he, right. They do feel empowered by him. Yeah, that, like I'm, fucking, I'm untouchable. It's the worst. It's and, I, and that is part of what makes him so annoying. It's like 
they, like, because, dude, like, a lot of people who collect action figures and are just hardcore, you know, fuck it, I'll just, it's not even that. Most white male wrestling fans are really entitled shitheads. Yes. And, like, he, like, he has amplified that and made it, like, even worse because, like, he has, like, He's like Jesus to these people, where it's like, because look, I'm I'm like you. I also suck and I'm terrible, but I got really he, jacked and became a wrestler. And you all he I mean? had to do to do this, which is the craziest part, is like just be like, I also collect toys. Hey guys, do you remember the same stuff from the '90s that I remember? Yeah, cool. Hey, Here, man. I'm going to talk about that thing from the '90s. Do you remember that? I also remember yeah. that. And they're so desperate for like friendship that they like. <laughs> Had this codependent relationship um, with this guy yeah, that just thing, lives like, in their if phone. If you listen to Ryder's podcast, because I try, I've tried to listen to his podcast before. Like when it first came out, I didn't know who he was or anything. You know what I mean? And it's just you're exactly right. It's just two hours of him going like, "Hey, remember Bendems?" And it's like, <laughs> "Yep, sure, sure do." What's the word I'm struggling for? I'm too high. Where it's like. Like the relationship that these fans parasocial have. Parasocial relationship? Parasocial, yes. Is a paras like it doesn't it doesn't oh, actually big time. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Ry- like Ryder is another way that he's like Trump is you can really tell like he really thinks the fans are below him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, big time. Like I really get that vibe from him. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. One of my favorite things on Pod Van Dam ever is when Jonah got like honestly mad that people were giving a shit about controlling your narrative and like told them like you're all adults don't look to us to be role models that's fucking weird like you're, I... you're grown adults like stop holding us to this standard that you've set that we've never fucking set for ourselves I don't know man I'm not gonna get mad at somebody for going to a show and making fun of it I just don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like I, I was talking to, to Austin about this, and it's like, like I wouldn't have gone if it came to my town. Like, yeah. I, like first of all, shit's not coming to my town. Any show that I go to is at least an hour drive, so, like, i got to really <laughs> want to go, you know what I mean? So if Control Your Narrative comes to Greensboro, I'm probably not going, you know what I mean? But uh, but I'm not going to be upset if, like, somebody goes and was like, I'm going to go laugh at how dumb this shit is, like. I think maybe I had a different outlook if, on it. If, 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 okay, half, I'll tell you this. Like, if, half the if, content I watch on YouTube is, was, like, these people going to Trump rallies and making fun of people there. You know what I mean? And that's uh, kind of how yeah. I looked at it. It's like, we're going to go to this shit, but, like, no one's buying into it. It's fucking dumb, and that's why we're going. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, if, 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 if Jobber had come back from the Control Your Narrative show and was like, <laughs> hey, I got to tell you guys, I met with EC3 after the show and, like, I talked to him about politics and I think this guy's got a lot of good ideas and I've completely turned around, then I'd be going like, oh, I'm a little <laughs> uncomfortable with this. <laughs> but the fact that he just went and was like, yeah, there was nobody there and all the matches were really bad, like, I'm not going to be mad about that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man, I wish people liked Control Your Narrative. That'd be a fun episode to do. There can't be anybody. No, dude, no one. No, no. No. I'm convinced that like everyone that's going is going to make fun of it, and if they're not going to make fun of it, they're WWE fans that want to see Braun Strowman. Right. There's only two types of fans that they're pissed off when they get Yeah, and it's this weird fucking 
Yeah. Like, oh, they just want, we just want to see Braun Strowman. <laughs> we have to yeah. watch this two dudes wrestle yeah. under a floodlight. Like, can you imagine you you have like two or three kids, and <laughs> and like you take it's like Braun Strowman's coming to town, and you're like, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, we're not we don't. It's not every day you get to see a big star like that. We'll go get a picture with the guy and all this shit. And you go and you and it's control your narrative. <laughs> like, what in the world? How has Cardona been? He was. Remember, he was. He wrestled. But that was before. That was before. It's not. You know what I mean? Those first couple shows, I don't remember people having this like angry, visceral reaction. It's like no, because the first show, everybody laughed at it because it's like, well, there'll never be a second one. It was so funny. That first show was so funny. The first show was funny, but also like. They got a lot more weirdly political after that. Like, yeah. the, the, the first show was like vaguely right wing. And then he like went uh, and like said like, oh, I think it's cool to be a Nazi as a joke. <laughs> but, um, like, you know, so I just, I mean, that's kind of, there's definitely worse guys than, uh, than Matt Cardona out Honest there. Honest question. Uh, Honest question. Matt sure. Cardona is on the next, like, Control your narrative show. Do his okay. fans do the mental gymnastics necessary to like talk about how like no this is actually okay and here's why or does it, or does that make people bail on? Dude, like, his, I his think most base. I think most of his fan base is pretty in line with what they believe to begin with. I don't think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of left. You know what I mean? I don't think there's a big like anarchist Matt Cardona community. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, uh, uh, yeah, I think most people would be like, oh, great, you know? Like, like, I think, like, yeah, it's like, if there was, like, a wrestling Spotify and you went to, like, the Matt Cardona channel and it was, like, listeners also liked, Control Your Narrative would be right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're probably right. That'd be the first thing that pops up. You'd be like, oh, what's this? Yeah. All right, so I think that's it for Matt Cardona. I think we... Properly explained why Matt Cardona's the worst. Yeah. I don't think I was as, um, <clears throat> I, I'm a little worried. I don't know if I was as, as, uh, vicious as I promoted that I would be on Twitter. No, you made logical add... arguments. You weren't, <laughs> you weren't mean. You just made sense. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I did want to ask you before we left, um, mm-hmm. cause I wanted to confront you about this while we were on the air. Okay. Um, are we doing this show because of the tweet that I made? What tweet? Did you not see the tweet that I made? Okay. I might so have. About a, about a week ago, I tweeted, uh, and again, I don't have the exact tweet in front of me, but it's essentially, um, Ed is scared to do the Matt Cardona episode of Let People Hate Things because he knows I'm going to go scorched earth on this guy and I'll never have to be face to face with anyone he works with. Wait, do you mean do we do it in the sense that I forgot about it until that tweet? <laughs> I mean, like, did that inspire you? Did you? Go, I forgot I about it that. until that tweet. My, I mean, I was planning on like, I gotta get a hold of, I gotta get a hold of Dwayne because we gotta do another episode. But like, I yeah. forgot that we already decided it was Matt Cardona until that tweet. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> well, you you had tweeted about it a couple times. Yeah, but like at the uh, same time, uh, Pat will say this to me too. He's like, we've talked about this. I'm like, yeah, but I started smoking weed when I was thirteen. My memory that happens. is just not uh, good. <laughs> 
that happens a lot with me and Austin because like I like I, today, edit, I just I edit the show. Recorded. I thought it was Saturday all day until you fucking were like, "Are, are you ready?" I was like, oh, when it got to like seven fifteen, because he said he said, "What time you want to record?" And I was like, oh, "I think I'll be ready about like six or seven, you know." And so when it got to like seven fifteen, I was like, "Hey man, like uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you want to do the show?" And he was like, "Oh, is it is it Friday?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, dude, I was just laying here with the dog. Yeah, if I wouldn't have checked Twitter, I don't know. Like, I definitely, yeah, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. I would have. I thought it was Saturday all day today. Oh, I'm just looking cool. forward, trying to get, you know, trying to look forward to Colossal Con, Dwayne. So that's why. I'm just sure. super excited for an anime convention. What's your favorite anime, Dwayne? <laughs> uh, I'm not into anime. <laughs> I'm not, not, uh, not a fan of anime. Oh, okay. Um, we should have talked about who the next episode is about. Okay. Yeah, I haven't thought of that. Well, um, hey, I'll tell you something, though. If people like this, bug Ed Ed about it, because the more that you bug him about it, the more that he'll have to do them. So, I'll remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if you, if you annoy him, we can do these, like, once a month. Who knows? Uh, but... As far as next time, who? Let's let you pick. I picked the first two. Um, I am not a Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, we can do that. That's, I mean, gonna, I be like, a, that's gonna be a, a dark episode. Because <laughs> I, I like, I, mean, I like very <laughs> real reasons. <laughs> I like Steve, so I don't know how that's gonna go. I mean, there's a couple uh, wrestling-related reasons. There's probably, like, one or two, but most of them have to do with, uh, you know, Steve Williams and the human beings. So it's going to be a pretty dark episode, yeah. but it might be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough because I don't, like, uh, I mean, other than the one thing that he did, it's pretty, well, not one, but. <laughs> I mean, it ain't one. It's not one. Yeah, yeah, but, uh. Holy if, shit. You know what, Ed? If you really want to do that, we'll do it. But yeah. uh, I don't know how good I'll be on that one because I like Steve. But sure. Hey, I tell you what, let's do. I tell you what, let's do. Mm-hmm. No, fuck it. We'll do Steve Austin. Hell yeah, Steve Austin. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> all right, so that's that's it. We'll just talk to you next time, and I'll tell you all why Steve Austin hey, is hey, actually hey. the worst. Before yeah, yeah, we yeah. go, though, before we go, before we go, I do because um, people are actually going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. So I did want to plug my podcast. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> because uh, I mean I don't think we have a ton of listeners. Austin says that we have a few, but I don't. I'm not sure about that. But uh, definitely more people are going to listen to this than listen to the show currently. So. Um, if you like what you heard from me here and you want to hear me talk about something that has nothing to do with wrestling, uh, I do a podcast about the band Against Me with Austin from If You Catch My Grift. And basically, uh, I'm introducing him to the band album by album and, uh, yeah, it's the total opposite of this show because here I just kind of rant about a wrestler that I hate. And on that show, <laughs> I just kind of talk about music that I uh, 
that I really love. And, uh, yeah, so maybe check it out. I don't know. I thought our last episode was pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I have said on the show that Ed has is, is, uh, been very supportive of the show. And uh, and I just really want to thank you, Ed, because uh, you're, you're always retweeting the show and stuff. And so definitely people have listened to it because of that, because well, I don't have any fun. Hey, no problem. I, I kind of like Against Me, so. <laughs> like, they're, like, on that level of, like, bad religion and uh, anti-flag where, like, I would never go see them. But, like, whenever they played at Warp Tour and I was there already, like, I made sure to go see them. Okay, that's that's respectful. But, like, I would never go to, like, just a show for them. They're not Prince fucking whatever. They're not the Prince the Hyena, for sure, yeah. yeah. Bro, they popped up on my Spotify the other day, and I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. It's good yes. shit, isn't it? New album's real good. I know, I, I didn't. I haven't really listened to it that much. <laughs> but every now and then, I'll be listening to that. Like, what I was talking about with the writer, I'll be listening to a band, and it'll, they'll be in there, like, listeners also liked... And I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. You know that's what the problem my, uh, is? That's my theory of how Triple H found Poppy, by the way. Oh, you think? Because <laughs> he listens, he admittedly listens to a lot of baby metal. And I think Poppy oh. just played, and he's like, hey, what's this? It's like baby metal, but I can understand the lyrics. And mm. that was that. I just, I just don't know if I can listen to a band with the name Daddy in the title of the band. That's well, rough. It's hard to get over. But, uh. I was gonna say, call them P Daddy, cause that's what everybody else does. I'm like, wait, nope, that's still Daddy. That's. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> that doesn't solve the issue. Yeah, that's a rough name, man. It's a rough name. It's hard to get past. When's the next I'm... episode dropping? Well, what does it matter? I won't edit this in a time. <laughs> what do we do? We still have to record it, but the next episode will be about their third studio album which is uh searching for a former clarity and uh that's probably like their darkest uh album so uh i think it'll be pretty fun it was also the first one that i heard as a fan so uh i'm interested to check it out um yeah if you think that would be interesting you can listen to it i would appreciate it all right we'll talk to you next time and i'll tell you why stone cold sucks it's because he beats women uh <laughs> bye <laughs>